I'm sitting with Kristen and Tiffany. They are the hosts of the expansive podcast, Raw Babes 101, but you're more than just the podcast. You two are incredible. Super excited to sit down with both of you, have this really spontaneous conversation, see where it takes us. Cause I know sitting with you ladies, nothing is off limits. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind introducing your beautiful selves and also your current method of helping others lead their best lives? Not it. <laughs> Your turn. Okay, fine. Tiffany, you got to go first, girl. You're my so, girl. Um, now I am a mother of two beautiful kids. They're getting older, so I get to be a little bit more independent these days, which is just so beautiful because I can really focus on the work that I've been doing since while they've been growing. And a lot of that, as you said, was healing. Um, so I've brought a lot of that practice into the work that I do. So I am now a personal trainer and a health and fitness coach. So I do a lot of, a lot of my coaching is done, supposed to be done virtually, but I do have a lot of clients that are locally within the area that we live. The reason why I'm so passionate about this work is what it, it brought me to the realization on how important fitness and health is both uh, how we move our bodies and then the food that we put in. And that was a conduit to raising my highest vibration to this point. It's taken, it was a beautiful, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm not going to lie. Like it's been, had its ups and it's had its downs, but whatever I'm practicing within myself is everything that I teach. And I am constantly, I feel like we're both you and I are just constantly evolve, evolving or not our um, knowledge in this realm of spiritual healing and how to raise other people up. So the concept is to start real people in <laughs> health and fitness, starting with exercise and food. And that's just where the beauty begins. That's where the magic happens. And a lot of clarity comes through. Um, when you're open to possibilities, then you start taking those, those roots, at the, the route to better living and whatever that looks like. Cause as we know, there's like so many tools that we can put in our life toolbox that helps us raise our vibrations. And I feel by raising our vibrations collectively is part of the movement that we're moving in right now. So I knew I had this premonition years ago that I was going to be part of this movement, not even knowing what it was about. And like, here we are, we're doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lovely. So I'm super passionate about all of that. And this, the, the goal is to get people to wake the fuck up. It's time to wake up. It's time to push forward and work through life stresses and with the tools that we offer help certainly help with that i think movement is also a really good gateway to opening up our other intuitive channels and just higher knowing higher expressiveness i think movement is a great place to start and i love that that is a catalyst for you for your own journey but then also in how you're showing up for others i think that's beautiful thank you 
I love thanks it. For help. Thanks for smacking people upside the head and uh, giving them the kick in the butt needed to start making some radical life changes. Yeah. Light a fire under their ass. We got to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Kristen, how about yourself? <laughs> well, here's the thing. For In order for me to be here today, I have had to go through a shitload of things. Carpet ripped out from under me. You name it, I've experienced it. And I basically leaned into a lot of different healing modalities, um, Reiki healing, counseling. It all started from like going through crazy depression, anxiety. When I was 15 years old, I was leaning into so many different things. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with myself. It was literally like I was dying. And I went through all this sort of life experience and relationships and hurt, trauma, cheating, freaking divorce, you name it. I'm going through it. I've been through it. So I literally had to figure out what am I going to do with my life? Am I going to sit in victimhood? Am I going to sit in this pain? And it was like, no, I had to figure it out. I needed help. So what I did is I reached out to counseling. And I did that for the last like nine, 10 years. And along the way, that was pretty much like this path of becoming really expansive and um, investigating into myself and figuring out what like triggers me, what is making me cry, what is um, bringing like this inner child pain. So long story short, after my whole journey of just getting rocked, literally, Um, I figured out to lean in and to do the counseling and then each teacher and person just started to show up. And then that's what really um, made me want to make the difference to help other people's lives. And so I started doing Reiki healing myself, continue to do courses with like Stevie, you're amazing. Um, And I continue to lean in. I never stop leaning in. And this in turn helps me with my clients. So I do talk therapy, I do Reiki healing, um, I utilize Oracle cards and I tap into um, spirit and I get, yes, sound healing, meditations. This has become my life. This has become everything. And now it's like, what would be the point of going through all these things if I wasn't able to share it and give it back. And which is also part of raising the vibration of earth, raising the vibration of other people and helping everybody like Tiffany said, as a collective. And I am a mother of the most incredible little soul. He is going to be five soon. He is like the biggest teacher. He is, um, He is so intuitive himself and he literally is a mirror. Whatever he is going through or whatever I am going through, it's literally like I'm looking at this mirror and he is helping me uncover myself, my pain, my trauma. And it just leads me into this crazy direction of my next step of what trigger does Kristen need to heal or what uncomfortability uh, piece is really needing to be looked at. So yeah, I have this miracle little boy that 
is another story within itself of how he came here. But um, that's kind of me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I could keep going, but that's kind of where I'm at now is all about healing and helping other people. Mm. What I respect and admire about both of you so much is your ability to be really raw and vulnerable with your own journeys and then taking what you're learning along the way and spreading those messages, spreading those tools, sharing them with others. You're definitely walking the walk and then um, talking the talk, which is so refreshing. You sh- what I see a lot in this space is very backwards from that. Uh, and so to, for you both to be so real, raw and vulnerable is such a gift. So you've been on your own personal journeys along the way and you do things, you have similar interests, but also very different ways of, uh, approaching your own teachings and what your offerings are, what you're sharing, sharing with others. What brings you two together so beautifully? This is cool. So (laughs) Tiffany and I, our story goes way back, back into time. So uh, I was probably 11, 10 or 11. Yeah. Like I was (laughs) super young and Tiffany and Dave lived in my aunt's basement actually, because they were friends with your cousin, uh, my cousin. So that's how that all blossomed from the age of nine. How old were you? Uh, I think I was about 18 when we moved into the suite. Yeah. And like, this was back in Tiffany's blockbuster days. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> blo- oh my God. Your khakis and your cute. Oh, I just, I can't even get that picture in my head. I feel like you really just aged me. No! <laughs> You know what? We all know Blockbusters. I miss Blockbuster. I know that was my favorite Friday night. Yes. Go to the movies, pick out candy and a movie. It was, that was an event within itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, yeah, throughout the years, we've always been in each other's life at the most pivotal moments, like whether it's um, her wedding or her having a baby. And it's like always been this beautiful, like in and out marriage the entire time. Um, we've had mutual friends. We, Oh, I don't know. Just so many reasons that we've had like been come in to, and out. Yeah. <laughs> vibes. And then the coolest thing I think that really like started our journey and catapulted us into this direction was I was going through a really difficult time I had just gone through finding out my partner at the time had like cheated on me and it was devastating. And I was working through trying to work through it and do the counseling, which I just want to say, you guys, the most craziest pain or redirection is for you. So at that time, no, it didn't feel like it was for me. And yeah, I felt like I wanted to die and that it was the worst pain in my life. But now looking back, it was the best thing because I had to get outside of myself to reach for some help. So that was part of the counseling. But back to Tiffany and I. So I remember going over to her house and sharing with her that I'm going through this journey and healing and counseling, and I'm going to make it work. And I'm going to try to make the relationship work. I'm going to lean in. And she's like, hey, me and Dave are going to this course. It's called landmark it's a weekend course and 
That was the first time we did something like that ever. And this was like super brand new. So yeah, I'll let you take that from there. Okay. Well that, that course was, is literally like, if you go in open, you're coming out uh, a completely new person in terms of like learning to let things go. If you haven't done that already, if you haven't done that kind of work going internal, who are you as a person? What are your traumas? Do your traumas even really matter? Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the world more or less outside of you. Totally. Um, it was like, that freaking, was like the carpet being ripped out from under you. Yes. In three days. It's like, it was exhausting, transformative thing I had ever, I was like sitting there being like, Oh my God, like these feelings were just bubbling outside of myself. And <laughs> I was just like, it was a lot of that. Yeah. And like <laughs> having to go up in front of the audience and speak your truth. I will say at that time of my life, and especially with the whole cheating thing. And I know a lot of people can resonate with this. If you've ever gone through it, those feelings were suppressed and stuck in there. So they were just trying to live and like come out. And the number one piece of advice that I could give you is the fastest way to heal that trauma and that pain is to sit with it and go within, like feel that burn and actually surrender. Like I sat there and was like, okay, just give it to me. Just let me have it. Okay. I'm going to let it burn. And I literally, I learned how to continue to do that. And I teach that in with my clients. It's like, you cannot run away from it. It's going to creep back up and it will not stop creeping up. So (laughs) back to landmark, (laughs) I remember sitting there and that was just a memory. Like it was so clear of just being like, Oh, like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to do this. And it was like, you're doing it. Yeah. And it's like, those are the pathways to freedom. And it's like this hot air balloon of just this intense bubble. And it's like, you can't put any more hot air in there unless you let some of it out. And that's our bodies. Anyway, (laughs) like let's get some tools (laughs) along the way. Well, I think like with what your question is, Stevie, with all these milestones and mine and Kristen's relationship, we have gotten raw so many times together. We've had, we've shared these deep, dark secrets, well, more or less feelings and feelings and the fears and everything that we'd gone through. So it was about two summers ago now, um, Chris and I, of course, we reunited again and we go to the Creek and we bring all of our girlfriends at the time. And we're just everybody's moms and like bringing their kids. Yeah. And that summer, um, by the end of the summer, I had dealt with some like really interesting human drama Oh God! that I just never thought, like, I just never thought that like, cause I just, I totally steer away from drama altogether and something had happened for me. I didn't feel like that at the time. So I called Kristen cause she said she was doing all this work and I needed, I needed help because I did not that summer. I did not like the way I reacted. I did not like that feeling. It reminded me much of um, the anger that I grew up with as a child. And it literally just brought me back to that place. And I knew I'm like, okay, I have had something I need to work on. So with Kristen's recommendations and how I started seeing a counselor and I started doing all this work. And um, I've always, I've always actually well, in the last few years, I've always kind of podcasted. Um, I've had two other podcasts before this, and I've always had this vision of having a partner in the podcast 
to bounce ideas and conversations back and forth. And all these ideas and conversations had to do with the tools of life and things that gave me that epiphany for Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> so good. Well, there's just this like, you know, that knowing you just know something just, you could burst of that knowing that you're just what you're meant to do. And that was part of it was to put the message out so that everybody could hear it. And podcasting was one of them. So when, you know, we went to the Creek and we start talking and all of a sudden, you know, we got these crazy fucking ideas and I'm it like, it was fully Tiffany. I'm like, we can do this. I'm like, do you want to do this? Like, let's do this. And she jumped on board. And at the time we had a third partner, Christina, um, and we had collaborated and we put it together and we actually planned the podcast for a few months before we actually launched it because we were actually in a retrograde at that time. And we were like, we're not doing anything. Nothing. We got to plan, yet. plan, plan, plan. And we just banked, <laughs> we just banked about five or six episodes. Yeah. But it's cool. Cause when Tiffany came to the house or she had thought of this idea, it was actually to be for a collective, for a group of like six, seven, eight women. And it ended up only being like the three of us because we were super gung-ho. Like Tiffany didn't realize when she like brought this opportunity, I'm like, uh, yeah, done. Like, oh my gosh, well, I want to do this. Well, this is funny because I didn't, I forgot about that part. I yeah. forgot that I'd put this concept out to about 10 women in a group chat. And so we were all to meet at Kristen's mm -hmm. at this time and this day. Yeah. And the only people, well, obviously Kristen and then Christina, Christina showed up and then that was it. And then it was just the three of us. And it was like, well, I guess we're doing this. And then, <laughs> and then we both said, we're like, you know what, let's just do the three of us because it's going to get so crazy with so many people to try to organize. And, and I, and Tiffany's idea at that time was to just kind of like, you know, pair off because you wanted to keep the content going long story short, here we are now. And holy shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we're here talking to you, Stevie. And it's like, even I met you two years ago and yeah. I just, all of this is just like this huge whirlwind happening. Cause it's like that one little yes can alter your life and the plan and the direction by the yes. And by doing something that's so uncomfortable. I remember Tiffany, this is what I love about Tiffany. <clears throat> She's the type of person who's like, yes, we're doing it now. I don't care if you're ready. I don't care if you have to think it through. And I'm more of the thinking like analytical, like, okay, let's make sure this is done. This is done. No, Tiffany's like the reels going now, Kristen, start going like, ah, okay, I'm coming. I'm here. We'll worry about the details later. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is like, I'm so grateful for Tiffany always just pushing because the first time we were sitting there recording, she just presses record. And I'm like, I don't even have a minute to think I'm just doing. And that's the biggest message. And the biggest tip of life is just do it. If we wait forever, it's like, wait to wear those jeans until that role isn't there. No, wear the fucking jeans. <laughs> like, what are we waiting for? Wait till you die. No, let's get this now. Like, get it. Get it. So get I it, love girl. that about her. Cause she <laughs> is just like leaning into just getting it. Just Life doing is a it. treat. Grab it and bite it. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Spontaneity again, right? <laughs> oh my God, I can't. So 
um, yeah, then that's how that happened. So it was all Tiffany's idea. And then a lot of things happened along the way. Christina's husband had passed. It were so many different things. We thought maybe we're not going to do this. Maybe we'll take a break. And the way that it ended up going is it just kept going. It didn't, it didn't stop. We kept on recording and the, the messages were just kept on coming. Like we're just, well, the recordings, from our hearts. the recordings were a lot different that, uh, true that oh, yeah. like, um, the authentic, uh, on authentic part of, uh, the message that we were giving was a whole different spin than what we had originally planned. You got it. So it just, it literally birthed itself. And when it came time to, um, trying to re-deviate from that, it just didn't feel right. It felt so much like we were falling into our purpose by doing it the way that, that we were doing it. And again, that was us acting as our highest self without any barriers in front, no excuse, just get the work done and boom. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Here we are. I love the podcast because uh, I another big aspect of it that is really admirable is healing through a healthy dose of of humor and lightness. You bring a lot of fun, just as you both are here today, in in the energy, the infectious energy that you're bringing to the space, but also to really tough topics. You do both of you touch on really heavy topics, but you do a magnificent job of infusing those topics with a lot of lightness. And again, that humor, which makes it bearable for others to go there when they probably wouldn't have the energy or the capacity to go there on their own. I do feel Mm -hmm. like when we first started, we had like our numbers were doing like astronomical, but as we started going, I noticed that we lost a lot of viewers. And it really, it intuitively, it came down to the point, to the fact that not everybody wants to deal. And when a lot of people feel uncomfortable, it's you now withdraw and then you turn off and you avoid and you suppress. But just by watching with what the world's going through right now, a lot of that is very apparent. It's just amplified what people are really going through and what they're really suppressing. Fear makes us do some you know, the things that we don't want to see ourselves doing is suppressing. And I think that is a conversation we need to have more of, because that's basically what's happening is a lot of people are not taking opportunities because they're suppressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Limited beliefs. Yeah. Fear is a big one. Yeah. Fear can really um, guide your life if you let it and give you the biggest opportunity and excuse to avoid. And you can continue to avoid and you will continue to stop taking those opportunities because of the fear in itself. But what is fear? It's a feeling. So conquer that feeling, go within and actually overcome it. And when you say yes to it, it doesn't have that hold on you anymore. And eventually you go, oh, guess what that is? Fear is the next step in the direction of my life. That's what I need to do next. What advice would you have for someone that's really stuck in a fear-based cycle and not knowing how to take that next step or how to lean into the fear? What would you advise someone that's really new to that aspect of their journey? I'd say get a book, start reading. I, I actually, honestly, Stevie, my true answer is leaning into self-care. 
self-care is the number one conduit to anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we start going within and getting grounded, connecting with spirit, um, that's where we're coming out a lot lighter feeling, totally heavier load off of your shoulders. Now you can actually focus on what's really important. And if whatever that is, if it's fear, it's usually, it always does come down to fear. Do you agree? Absolutely. I think that's the perfect answer. Okay. Yes. Yes. And not that I was looking for anything specifically, but hearing it in your own words, it's like, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And the advice that I would give to somebody would be your daily routine. I could go to a course, I could go to a school, a class, a mentor, counseling, a podcast. Great. Listen to it all you want. It's the daily action. It is the fact that you're sitting your ass down and you're journaling about yourself, your feelings, and your emotions. You're taking the five minutes to meditate. What you put into your body is what is going to affect your brain. It's going to affect how you act in the day. It's going to affect so many things. I'm a huge believer in celery juice and juicing. It has changed my life. I will tell the first person that I see, you are what you eat. What you put into your body is, this is a vessel. What you're putting in right now is going to affect you when you're 80. So be very mindful of the choices that you're making right now. And if every day you can even take that five to 10, 15 minutes to go outside in nature, get grounded, have your routine. You, you are the most important person. Yes, you have children and a spouse and family, but if your cup is not full and you're not filling your own cup, who the hell is going to fill it? Something else with, it could be ailments, dis-ease, uh, anxiety and depression. And I'm a really big believer And I know that because I've learned this from you, Stevie, that your body is going to respond and talk to you. And it's when you keep suppressing and you're not listening to it, it will get louder and louder and bigger and bigger. And it could sometimes even take that external, like outside influence of a car accident or that redirection or hurting your knee. What are you avoiding? What do you need to sit and feel Um, you know, even it could be with your spouse, like maybe you and your spouse are not connecting and you're just busy running your lives and you're not seeing each other. So then you get an ailment or you get something where you sit down and like have to look at each other and work through it. So (laughs) it's every day, it's daily. And it is leading to somebody that is a specialist. I would highly recommend leaning into them because sometimes the fear is too big. And it's too scary. Like for me, it was too scary. You guys, my thoughts when I was 15 years old were so big. I believed them. I wanted to die. I thought that I was my thoughts and they would keep coming and coming. And then I would just suppress and suppress and get more and more depressed. And, and that's where your anxiety probably then that came from. The, the anxiety. Because <laughs> I, I believed them. I, I truly believed them. And then I didn't want to be here anymore. So lean in to somebody else or lean into somebody that could assist you or help you or give you that little lifeline because your worst thought that you could ever think everybody's thought it. 
And don't be afraid of it because you're not alone and you're not the only one who's thinking sometimes really weird things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, <laughs> you know what? It feels like a secret. It does. does. It feels like a secret. I waited until I was 30 years old to talk to my counselor about something. 30 years, I suppressed that and I believed it, you guys. I believed it. Now I have a 16 year old client and she's mirroring that 16 year old little girl in me. And I'm like, I've got you. I've got you. It's okay. You're not alone. Your thoughts, we're going to conquer them. We're going to get through this together. You've got this because the thoughts are not you. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like wisdom. She's like, passionate. I'm like so passionate about it because I'm here to help. I'm just here to help and to be like, oh, listen to me. Like, I'm gonna shake you. Love yourself. Go yeah. within. Like, love the shit out of yourself. You're awesome. You're special. You are here to do big things, and your energy deserves to be shown and sh like shine that light. Don't suppress it. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate, <laughs> activate. <laughs> oh, again, the lightness, the humor, the fun shakes up any bad thought. I love both of the tools that you recommended, Tiffany, with the self-care. Kristen, what you're saying is if the fear feels too overwhelming, reach out for help. We don't have to sit, sit with that fear and that anxiety if we don't know where to start. And that's why different offerings and podcasts such as yours that are able to hold space to have these conversations and get people to actually sit in their story and in their emotions, but not stay stuck there is so powerful. Yeah. It is definitely a catalyst for more and more and more, which is what we all need. We all need a Tiffany in our <laughs> corner to just push us into the deep end and on, give us an opportunity to even think about it. So Tiffany is like our spirit team, but she's in real time. And that is what your spirit team is here to do. So I'll tell you that moment at 15 years old that I thought was the end of my life was the freaking beautiful power and that light that was able to be lit inside of me that I was able to ignite when I turned 30 and talking to my counselor about it because I look back and I'm like thank you for having that moment happen to me because I'm here to share and talk about it now mm -hmm. yeah. thank you to being with a partner who went through cancer because I can help somebody who's going through cancer thank you for that partner who cheated on me because I've got the tools and the experience now to help somebody else mm -hmm. thank you depression thank you ex-partner thank you thank you life because it's all here to shine light on an area that we need to heal. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm grateful guys. Like I'm telling you, I don't have anger or resentment. And like, I'm not a victim. That's the biggest thing. It's like, grab onto that power, take that power back and don't fall into that victim state. Be like, no, I'm an awesome person. I'm going to freaking soar. I'm not going to be a victim to this. Hell no. Mm. I'm going to freaking make this a victor. <laughs> a great, great way of looking at things. Yes. And Tiffany, like, has been my spirit angel, spirit guide right here being like, go. Every little bit, <laughs> like, go, do it. So I love you and I'm so grateful for you. And Stevie, like, come on, you guys, everybody listening to this, you know how incredible Stevie is. Um, all of your courses, 
everything that you've put out there is so powerful. And what you're truly teaching is for everybody to find their light within and not to seek validation or answers elsewhere. Mm -hmm. We always like, it's like, I remember me before, and I'm sure you would, Stevie, you can resonate with this. It could be like, okay, this situation's going on in my life. So I want to like, make sure am I on the right track? Or is this, is this what I'm supposed to do? Or lean into other um, healers or intuitives? No, you need to sit within yourself to get the answers for yourself. That's the ultimate goal in the end. It really is. Thank you for that. Cue the confetti. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Uh, Yes, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And for me personally, I, I do intuitive readings and I've been transitioning and trying to do more courses and collaborations and just creating space to speak about these topics because even with intuitive readings, there's, there can be this fine line between it being helpful and it becoming a dependency and a lifeline for other people. And I find that that's what a lot of people are doing is just reaching for that, ne- that next thing to kind of be that that safety net or that lifeline and not creating and cultivating that space within themselves to, to answer their own questions, to seek their own guidance and to do the work. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's the ultimate goal. And, and I totally get what you're saying where you've really been leaning into courses because yes, like you said, you can do, we can do a reading for somebody and most people just want to hear the fluff and the light stuff and not do the hard work. Mm-hmm. But the only way to get clear is doing the hard work and then you really can answer your own questions and, and go within. It's absolutely. It's, yeah, it's Trust me, there's a whole market out there of people that are just marketing on people's pain points you and want to create that dependency. You need this program, you need to do this in order to achieve ABC. Mm-hmm. But really it's if we can just hold space for other people to come to their own conclusions, take what resonates and what doesn't, they can let it go. Uh, it's, it's a completely different atmosphere for empowerment. And you both do an amazing job to create that space in the conversations that take place on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you, CB. Well, we really adore your work. I have to say. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's not my work though, right? Well, you are, you are a teacher and you're a very good one. Mm-hmm. So thank you. You hold space thank for you. people in a very beautiful way to seek their own guidance and answers. Yes. I appreciate that very much. Coming back a little bit when you're t- uh, Kristen talking about like an, having a knee injury and then you kind of lean towards Tiffany, what's going on with your knee, <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> well, um, okay. I'll tell you the story. Let's do it. <laughs> So I did it at uh, ball hockey. I had a, my, I held my 40th. Well, you guys held my 40th birthday on the 18th. So that was the Saturday that Tuesday I played uh, ball hockey with my team. And that time I felt like, well, I had a premonition coming up before that. And I was like, things are going awfully smoothly. <laughs> Something's going to happen that's out of my control and I'm going to have to go within. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. So I'm at ball hockey and we're kicking ass and like 
we have a really good team. Like my teammate, like I'm, I'm the most inexperienced player. Okay. And the girls I play with are just beasts and we got all ages, but everybody's been playing for a long time. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, it was a really hard game. I'm like, I love my team. Look how hard they're working. You go girl. And I'm like, yeah. And so uh, it was my time to go out and my check was like, we, we have an open door policy to, um, I guess the ages are 14 because this girl's 14 in this like sick woman body. Who's like killing it out there. She's my check. So we're like racing all the time. We're like, kind of like nudging each other, like, Hey, <laughs> and we were just bombing down the court and I took a turn and my knee did not go with me. <laughs> no. It stayed and literally twisted right out of the socket. I don't fully know exactly how that happened, but um, yeah, it was definitely a redirect. It put me on the ground. I was probably the worst pain I've, I've experienced since childbirth. So yeah, I'm just going through the healing process of it now and the redirect I feel like what I can resonate with at this time uh, right now is just no excuses. This is, this is more for like people watching. There has been more modalities with, within that um, I have done a lot of like inside work with this. Uh, I've seen Shiona and we really tried to like dig out, you know, what was happening in the subconscious. Like why did this happen without getting too obsessive over it, putting mm. too much wonder, but it came to the point where it was just like, it was time for me to slow down. I had thoughts and ideas and it was time for me to go to work. And that's what I've been doing. So been, yeah. Teaching my clients, you know, you got an injury too bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of like, a, like a little bit, do what you bit. can instead of yeah. what you can't. We all have our, all of our bodies are different and I have three other limbs, so I'm okay. I'm, I'm obviously not able to do the things that I love. Like I'm not going for my trail runs with my dogs. Like we're, we're not going for walks right now because my knee, um, I'm not playing ball hockey right now. I'm not doing my Olympic lifting because you know, but what you are doing is what so I am doing. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the cup is half full. I mean, there, it, there's just no reason to stop. Mm-hmm. but I have gone within and, um, I have to say I'm quite impressed. What it sounds like is you're being resourceful with your situation and the tools you have access to, and you're accepting of them. Kristen was saying you're willing to work with what is showing up for you instead of focusing on what you don't have. And I think this is where a lot of people get caught up on their self-help journey and even speaking of routine, sometimes we can become too reliant on a specific routine. And then when life shows up and throws us a curveball, it can be very hard to navigate and to be resourceful. Uh, so you've, you've done an excellent job of being resourceful for yourself. And then also in how you show up for the, the community that you're working with, uh, giving them permission to do the same. What I love about this aspect of the conversation with both of you is is really coming back to the core concept that our bodies are miraculous. They're constantly working for us and not against us, Mm -hmm. but we just have to create that switch in our mentality, just very similar to you being resourceful there. Oftentimes when we have a symptom or something's not working, 
we think that we're broken. Mm -hmm. When in fact, the body is working extra hard, going above and beyond to get our our attention to let us know that something is out of alignment. So it's always an invitation. And if we're willing to look at it that way, we are much more likely to be able to identify what is working, what's not working and be able to pivot in that moment. And again, be very resourceful with what is showing up. So you've both done an excellent job. Thank you. You Can I say something about the routine? Mm -hmm. That is so true. Before my routine was like, you know, the celery, the, this, it was just clockwork, go to the yoga class, go like this, go like this, go like this. Mm-hmm. And my routine was actually masking a lot of the stuff I needed to feel. And then I had a very big carpet rip moment where I had to sit and do nothing but feel. So be mindful of your routine because the routine can be your distraction. It's like you're avoiding, what are you avoiding feeling? So that was a really good. Can I add to this? Yeah, girl, <laughs> go for it. Because <laughs> I teach a lot of this work with my clients uh, in terms of routine. And the whole reason why we start d- developing routines is to get into habits, mm-hmm. creating new habits. Mm-hmm. And once your habits have been obtained and now it's like butter. Yeah. It's time to level up at that point. Got it. So that you're not, you're not staying in that comfortable zone all the time. You're, you're used to being pivoted into another direction or adding to your toolbox. And I think that's really important because there's so much value with what you guys are saying and you're hundred percent, right? We do not want to stay in our comfort zone. No being in a routine is great, mm-hmm. but don't use that as an excuse yeah, to say, <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, I think our routines have to be flexible and we have to have a conscious dialogue with our routines. Each day, it's not about the specific thing we're doing that day, but what what am I using this for? What is this helping me to achieve and what is it helping me to work through? And when we can come in with that approach, there's many different ways that we can we can dive into that work. It doesn't have to be one thing and one thing only to deliver it. 100%. With that, I'm going to pull... A surrender card. Are you both good with this? I'm right. Re- are you going to do one for both or one each? Let's do one each. I'm going to, I'm going to pull it for, let's do Tiffany first and see how it resonates with you. Okay. Surrendering comparisons with other people. What comes up for you? Yes! Go. <laughs> Perfect. This is something that I have struggled with for so long in my life. Fast forward. Like I am like in my lane, but being humbled enough to make sure that everything around me is okay. You know, not being so narrow-minded where you lose track and lose sight of the thing, the beautiful things around you, Mm -hmm. but comparison, that is a huge one. And that's a huge one that I teach my clients. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I can see you also using comparison and or comparisonitis as fuel. Cause I can see you getting also very like jacked up and motivated based on other people. Well, because you see what's possible. I think that's the biggest part. If, if they can do it, why can't I, yeah. but with my own spin on it, you don't want to copy exactly yeah. what somebody's doing, but you can still use those tools and make them your own. Right. And yeah. surrendering to comparison in the sense that nobody is Tiffany. 
<laughs> nobody could ever do or be you. Yeah. And so there's not even any ability to compare because that does not exist. And just like Stevie or myself, there's nothing to compare because you are your own light girl yeah. and you were a fucking bright one. So don't ever compare. But I love that Stevie. I love how <laughs> like you say that, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be such a negative thing either. No, I love your reframe. I love that you, what most people would interpret that card as they'd get their back up a little bit and feel like it's a negative thing. And it, it's not, and it doesn't need to be. And the fact that you could in, you were instantly able to go there with the reframe from a place of empowerment really demonstrates the work that you've done. She's <laughs> <laughs> like my biggest fan here. <laughs> I'm like the cheerleader. I love to cheerlead my fucking people. Your it. friendship is a match made in heaven, truly. Thank you. <laughs> With the, the comparison card too, and just a message to, to continue to spread and share with our listeners is that even if someone else is doing it, there's more than enough to go around. You're 100% right. Thank you for sharing that. Kristen, surrender to effortlessness. Love that. <laughs> effortlessness. I am surrendering to effortlessness. And I'm making a little note because I like to add that into my daily routine. But talk about this because like we talk about this all the time. Oh, right? I know. Okay. Ready. weekend. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what happened? I pushed you. Oh, okay. Thank you. So effortlessness <laughs> is anything that comes in your way that is just easy and effortless. So if something is difficult, it could be a relationship. It could be that you're trying to start this new journey and it's just all these roadblocks and it's just not going effortless. It's your redirection. Don't bother. Don't even go there. Just continue to follow the path to what flows because mm -hmm. that is meant for you. It's easy. Just keep going with it. And I don't mean easy as in like easy. I just mean if you're just freaking clawing at tooth and nails to make something happen, just stop, surrender, go to the path that's effortless. Let it flow. Let it flow or let it go, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say something, Kristen? Yes. <laughs> like, okay. So this kind of is the same thing as what's happening in the world Excuse me. is not focusing on the fear and the divide. Let's focus on unity. Let's focus on loving each other. Let's yes. focus on the fact that we can all be different and have the same thing and something similar in common. And that's love. And that's connected unity. Let's bring each other together. And this is, I feel is what's really happening in 2022 is going to show a lot of gifts and a lot of people just coming together and don't look at this leader or look at this person with these like hate because you're actually you're vibrating that frequency out so let's go in and send love to both of the divides to bring it together and lift the frequency like take the dial of the frequency within your body and raise it up do your job just by leaning into yourself and being responsible for your frequency is being responsible for everyone else's because when I heal, you heal and let's freaking raise up this planet. We're here to learn. We're on earth school. So <laughs> let's help each other freaking heal 
and share our knowledge and pass it along. That is how we will make this happen. Yeah. Love cause and effect. There is going to be a ripple effect based on the type of energy that you put out. And amen to all of that. And uh, it really kind of neatly ties up all of our, our surrendering themes here. And we can see the cohesiveness in all of them. What's on the horizon for you both individually and collectively? Individually for myself, I've just launched my own YouTube channel filled with meditations. It's filled with sound healing, um, sharing. It's going to have vitamin information, uh, celery juice, a lot of nutrition. The main thing is having the safe space for everybody to come to, to get tools and they're quick and easy. So like six minutes, seven minute, 10 minute um, sample healing, because I found with my clients, they're leaving and I have all this information that I want to give to them and I'm outsourcing everybody else. So I'm outsourcing a meditation here and there. And I'm like, I'm just going to have one platform along with raw babes because uh, my clients are listening to that as well. And then also for meditations. And if you need to get like the metal de- heavy metal detox recipe, it will be up there. So Fantastic. that's what I'm doing. I will continue to do my own personal healing, being responsible for myself. I'll let Tiffany say what she's doing personally. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so I brain dump once a week, and my list is like getting ticked off, and I've never been so confident doing that. Like, there's just literally nothing in the way, like nothing. Mm-hmm. My biggest purpose in this life is to share these messages and the tools. So I'm, I'm like, whatever ideas that I come up with, they're happening. So I literally just filled my calendar of um, just connecting with other people. Cause I've been going within for so for a while and not that like, that's ever going to stop, but it's, it's time to amp up the work and something, you know, that we I'm trying to hold back right now. (laughs) Why? to you about it about there's lots there's we have lots of things in the the uh, idea books in the works yeah things are yeah so but for raw babes and like for tiffany and i is helping bring that community together for our listeners and anybody actually that would want to join um to have more of a community environment and safe hub to go to so circles and connecting not one-on-one but in a group and it can be huge or it could be 10 people so we're going to start putting a lot more of our effort into that Mm -hmm. um, as well as of course keeping the podcast having amazing guests coming on um well we want to make we want swag oh we have so (laughs) all the stuff be honest (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean with what you're saying i think like what we're, what we're in the works of is making uh, regular circles happen. Fantastic. We it's, need it. It's going to amp, amp up the, the frequency and it's going to amp up other people and sharing is caring. And when people are in a group, they all feel safe. And mm-hmm. when they see somebody else going through something, it, it makes them feel like they can share too. And they don't feel so alone and it's needed. Maple Ridge doesn't have it doesn't have this. It really doesn't like 
as a place to go and hey, I'm going to go there every month or a couple of times a month and sit with a group and men and women are welcome. It's, it's, it's just open. Fantastic. Before the pandemic, Stacy and I were holding our solopreneur events, which was basically just this community gathering of getting together and talking about certain topics and having tea. It was basically an adult tea party. And, uh, everyone was so committed to it. They just wanted that change in pace to be in an atmosphere of like-minded people. They didn't even care about what conversations were taking place. It was really just about coming together collectively. And uh, it's really, really beautiful. So I cannot wait for you both to host these and I cannot wait to attend either. And yeah, and you... Yeah, you being a part of it, and we're just we're so open to to sharing. So we want to have incredible leaders and incredible um, people to come together so that they have access to all of us. Mm. Anyway, make it happen. Yeah, girl, it's can't wait. It's happening. It's It's happening. It's already it's already out there. It's present, right? Present moment, presending future events. Yes. And just to everybody listening, be really mindful of your thoughts because I am a true believer of your internal environment is really going to reflect on your external environment. So really be the leader of your own brain and of your own life to change those because the mirrors are going to happen and let's have awesome mirrors instead of not so awesome mirrors, ones of people that support you and love you and want to see you shine and win. So be really mindful of who you're surrounding yourself with, who you're sharing with and who you're getting your advice from. Great advice. Great advice. (laughs) Don't take everything at face value. Using our own level of discernment is such a powerful tool. That way we know that way we're taking what resonates with us and not what we're being told to think and feel. Totally. Great piece of advice. I am such a sucker for Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. I've loved his work for years. And uh, one of my favorite quotes of his is that our thoughts are the language for our brain and our emotions and feelings are the, is the language for our body. And if we're willing to listen to both of those things and be really hyper conscious about what we're feeding them, feeding ourselves, uh, then we we really do have access to all of the tools that we need because we're, we're awakened to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can Love this work. Yeah. Are the two of you ready to jump into a little bit of rapid fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to think too much. It's more about whatever comes to mind. I know we've already been doing that. And that's what's so great about you two ladies in this conversation. Absolutely, Tiffany. <laughs> And viewers, this is called your bonus round. (laughs) Cue the music. Dive into the bonus round. Uh, And I'm going to ask these you can answer separately or together. It's up to you. Which book has had a profound impact on you? Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. life. Great book. Hands down. Bible. Mm-hmm. First book changed my life. That is definitely a book that everybody should have. I, I, I feel like I have so many. 
Yes, you do. It could be more than one. What books have had had an impact that you'd want to recommend to your community and to our listeners? Well, it depends what level you're at. Okay. <laughs> give, give a give a beginner and then give a like I don't want to call it a beginner either. It doesn't matter what chapter you're oh. on. Okay, so the one that I wanted to recommend was I'm Fine from Whitney Cummings. She is um, a stand-up comedian. She's good friends with Joe Rogan. But when I started reading the book, I did not know that it was about codependency. Wrote the book the way she talks. And there's so much good humor in it. Like, I was like, that's me. I'm like, I didn't, I actually didn't know that I had codependency issues until I read this book and I feel like a lot of people could probably resonate with it people do and then the one that I'm currently reading right now I don't know if you read this one Stevie but awakening to the fifth dimension I haven't buddy (laughs) it's so good it's beautiful Kimberly Meredith uh, Meredith yeah Meredith I'll add it to my bookshelf yeah really good I actually think I have this in my kindle too I'm pretty sure I do. There you go. That's your reminder. Yeah, it is. Your sign. (laughs) Well, one of the things I'm trying, one of my, my uh, goals this year is to work through the resources that I already have instead of adding more. Cause I do find with myself included, we always are reaching for more and thinking we need more and more and more, but then we're not utilizing what we have access to. So So I'm trying to go through my Kindle and my bookshelves and visit any works that I haven't touched. Love it. Once I do that, I can add more, but I do have this one on my Kindle. So I am going to dive into that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I will let you know how it goes. Cool. What are your favorite pieces of spiritual advice? I know you've dropped lots of golden nuggets today, but is there anything that sticks out? Well, it's self-care, man. It's going within Um, I have this conversation with my husband often. I'm going through the list of tools with my family because I find, well, we all know that are having troubles falling asleep at night. And the biggest indication of that is just never slowing down and giving your brain time to just be. Yes. And I think a lot of that, no matter what kind of emotion you're actually going through, that's the time for you to go within and, feel it without trying to understand it too much, but just be with it, give it that time and that compassion that it deserves and giving yourself the credit too. Yeah. Mine would be trust your intuition. It's never going to steer you in the wrong direction. And it's the first thought that you usually think. And it's that first feeling that you usually feel. And it's not the second one that comes in with fear and then the feelings behind that one. And then the reason why, no, you shouldn't do it. Trust your intuition. It's like, you, you know, when you leave the house and you're like, oh, I I need to bring that hat for whatever reason. And you don't bring the hat and then you end up going, shit, I need that hat. Well, that was (laughs) a message from your spirit team saying that nudge. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's, it's that subtle. I'm going to share a, what I think is a funny story, just as an example here. Years ago, uh, back when my partner and I were just finishing school and we were poor students, he was trying to 
be crafty about creating a gift for his friend. So instead of buying him an extravagant gift, he decided to make him this dartboard. And he put so much time and effort into it. It was painted. It was a lot of time went into it. And he had these weights that were on top of it, kind of compressing it and holding it down. And he asked me to hold it. And my intuition said, move away from it instead of standing over top of it. And I was stubborn. And what did I do? I dropped the weight on it after he spent all these hours creating it and I broke it. Yeah. And I had that thought like step away and I was being stubborn and I was like, no, just hurry up, get this done. And it's, it's just that subtle. It's just listening to those, the inner knowing those tiny nudges collectively, they truly add up. Huge. Well, you know, it's crazy because for so many years, like I didn't know anything about this work. Okay. And I actually made a point to not listen to my intuition for Mm -hmm. so long. And I didn't even know that's what I was doing Mm -hmm. until I learned about intuition. And it wasn't until I trusted myself and kind of surrendered to the concept and just really, that's when I really started listening to the intuition because we all have it. All of us. We all have it. We're, we're born with it. I mean, it's, it's innate, but from my experience, I just never, I mean, there's times, so many stories where like my intuition was right, but I just wouldn't listen. Were, I just wouldn't we listen. Were, yeah. You just, we didn't trust it. No, I didn't. Like, I didn't trust myself. Yeah. Cause you didn't trust yourself. I was no. gonna say that. But it wasn't until like, like I started like taking care of myself. These things became more loud. Yeah. They're like, it's like hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tiffany too has the rebel archetype for sure. And I think once you created a healthier relationship with your rebel archetype, it was much easier for you to trust your intuition and lean in. 100%. You bang on girl. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I did want to touch also too on, um, on your share there, uh, Tiffany, something that really stood out is you said, uh, letting, giving the mind a timeout. And I think we're, as a society, very focused on giving our bodies a timeout, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're creating space space to soothe the mind and just allow it to relax. Uh, so I think that is powerful, a powerful piece of advice. Good. Yeah. I, it's huge. It is huge. I mean, it wasn't until I did karate when I was a kid, of course I got pulled out because we were poor. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, cause you were kicking the shit out of everybody. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, I did a lot of that too, but that's just like old programming and stuff. But, um, I've always felt like I had, uh, insomnia. Like I, as a, as a teenager, I couldn't, I didn't know how to deal with the chatter and it was keeping me up all night. And in karate, they taught us how to meditate. And so, so cool. that practice has been with me since, since that day I learned it and I can get to a place where I'm just like out. And so oh, like a light, hey, <laughs> like a light. <laughs> Beautiful. If you would carry one tool forward with you, just one tool, what would it be and why? Ooh, this is a stumper for me. <laughs> one tool. If I, okay. Cause it is a stumper. Honestly, girl, 
it's, it's going within it's self-care. I can't, I can't say it enough. You don't need anything. Mm. You don't need anything. You just need you. You just need to go within and see what resonates with you. What helps you quiet your mind? What, what makes you enjoy that moment of time with yourself? What brings that joy and that inner peace? Uh, it's like, uh, reminds me of, um, castaway, um, Wilson. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have anything. He had nothing. And not any of those packages that floated onto the island served as him at all. By the end, he didn't even need any of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So essentially the gift of awareness, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Identifying what we need in each moment and, and answering that calling. My one tool is you are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. This may be true for somebody else. This thought may come up because of, for whatever reason, is it true? No, I'm good enough. Anyways, Mm. I can do this. I love myself. I love and approve of myself exactly as I am. Good answer. Yeah. I love and approve of myself exactly as I am. I am worthy and deserving of having all my needs met at all times. So that is when the thought comes in. Don't grab onto it. Do not attach the feeling to it. We say, let it pass by just like a car in the night. I said this on another podcast. If there's a pink car that's driving by and you think of that in your mind, do you feel the feeling of fear when you think of that pink car? No. You have a terrible thought that you're thinking and you pass, let it pass by. You instantly grab onto it. You attach a feeling to it and now you've owned it. Let it pass by like that pink car in the night. Let it pass by like the clouds. Don't grab onto it and attach a feeling to it. Let it go. Give yourself a new thinking, a better thinking thought. I love myself anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think even if you don't, believe it in the time when you say it enough times there's a little truth that's coming through if you could come back as an animal in another lifetime what would you come back as and why i'm for sure a bird uh bird because just having the view from the top i don't know why but it came into my head right away like rapid fire so i'm not gonna don't change it i'm not gonna change it it's a lion and it's just strength. And I think it's just a reflection and a mirror of what I'm embodying right now is strength and fearlessness. She wants to be on the top of the food chain. <laughs> I don't even eat meat. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Peanut butter or cashew butter? me for sure cashew butter tastes so good they're better for us peanuts not good for us sorry i I love cashew butter i've never been able to catch on to the peanut butter train but cashew butter i get it (laughs) ladies you've been absolutely amazing uh do you mind letting our listeners know where you hang out the most and how they can also connect with you Well, if you want to come and hang out with me, it's going to be in my house because this is where I hang out the most and do all the creations and raw babe (laughs) stuff and YouTube stuff. Um, 
I we'll have a pool party soon. Yes, we'll have, that's what we'll do. <laughs> so I hang out the most is. We usually, we oh, are on good. Instagram all the time. Um, but we, are, you can find our podcast literally anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple podcast, YouTube. You just search raw babes 101. Instagram is also under raw babes 101. Yeah. Anywhere else? Well, we've, oh, we've got TikTok and um, Facebook. Facebook. I know. Like we, we really, when we first started, we just thought it was really important. Like however we need to get our message out, we're just like going to put ourselves on these platforms. Um, Cause I, I use Instagram and Facebook a lot for my own business that it just is natural to use it for the podcast. Cause if we're already on there, I'm going to include all of your, your, your social handles and everything else in the show notes. You don't want the gym she goes to? I think you know Kristen's address and hop in her pool in the middle of winter. Before we close off though, do you have any um, any final piece of, pieces of advice or anything that you wanted to share before we close off? I do. Definitely. For listeners, I think it's super important to really rectify who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, If you have a vision of where, if you were to, if you had a vision of where you see your highest self, how would you operate? Who would you be hanging out with? And I feel that um, being a collective with like-minded people is extremely powerful, whether it's on the negative or the positive. So just really just be aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I would say whatever you're thinking of doing and you're too afraid to do it, this is your sign. I'm calling you out. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do not think any longer. Lean in. Do it. It's time. Whether that's to heal, that's to face the biggest fear time on the other side of fear is victory it's freaking freedom get it noted i already know what i'm gonna do tomorrow thanks to your little pep talk thank you (laughs) i'm so excited so great are you gonna share (laughs) (laughs) once we're off our recording here (laughs) thank you so much ladies Thank you, Stevie. Thank you, Stevie. You're Appreciate amazing. You. We love you. So your love right back to both of you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. What's up? Hope you enjoyed the episode. We have some prompts for you. Hi. <laughs> prompt, prompt, prompt. Prompt, prompt. So we have a few platforms that we just have to mention because we just put so much love and effort into this podcast and it's really important for us to expose ourselves because we think that, you know, really runs deep how important these messages are and how important it is to reach the masses. So we're literally at a point in our business um, that we just feel like it's important to hit every single platform. So you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. Spotify is our amazing subscription. So please head on over $4.99. You're going to get real deep, crazy um, talk and shares and 
things that you're just not going to get on the free episodes. Our free ones are fabulous. And if that's all you can, you know, hold space for right now, we get it. But we definitely encourage you to check out our subscription. And hey, if you don't like it after one month, you unsubscribe. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's like a cost of a coffee. Yeah. If you, if you like those specialty coffees. Yeah. And really, when you think about this, <laughs> 4 dollars for like a counseling session, you just can't. No, you really can't. And... I do find in our free episodes, um, there is still juice in there. Oh, God, yeah. But the meat and potatoes (laughs) is where the subscription is. Mm. So we strongly suggest you to do that. Now, if that is not in your cards, uh, definitely go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there because the subscriptions help with the algorithm of you know social media and it helps us just get exposed more like they like that and they also like when you share our shit like you're so do we yeah well we like it obviously we like it the most yeah um if you go to apple podcasts uh there's an opportunity to rate and review the podcast and this also helps with the algorithm thing that i was just mentioning so Put in the stars, put in the review. We'll share that shit and reward you for it because you're a fucking warrior. Exactly. And you know what? It's sharing the messages to help others. And that is obviously our ultimate goal is to help other people and to feel good about themselves. So if you feel good after you listen to one of our episodes, share that with somebody. Maybe say, hey, send them an episode so that they can change their life and then you don't have to be the one telling them all the things that they maybe need to hear we'll be the ones doing it yeah exactly we have no problem with triggering others (laughs) absolutely we will take the heat that is our job yes well thank you so much love you guys love you ciao for now